right, everyone, welcome back into the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. So grateful that you're tuning back in with us. Uh, I recently had uh, breakfast with my Uncle Steve in Cleveland, and uh, he was asking me, how in the world do I have time to do this podcast? Well, when it's a Sunday afternoon at the time of this recording after church, there usually isn't that much to do, but I just wanted to throw that out there that uh, I'm still trying my best when it comes to this this show. And like I said, I, I hope that in the future we can get back to some of the interviews. I have a few people lined up. I'd like to be able to uh, get back to it, but it's going to take some time. So I appreciate your patience. Uh, thank you for following us on our social media. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel and SoundCloud where we are hosted. I am so grateful to them. And you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Send an email to wsnspodcast at gmail.com in case you have any questions, comments, or concerns. All right. So for those who know me really well, they know I'm a fan of hip-hop music. And one of my favorite artists is NF. He uh, is like 29 years old, 30 years old, something like that. He's from Michigan. So there's already a, a tie-in there. And in one of his songs, it's called The Surge, he has this as his opening few lines. He says, hey, Nate, how's life? I don't know. It's all right. I've been dealing with some things like every human being and really didn't sleep much last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just think I need a little me time. I just think I need a little free time, little break from the shows and the bus rides. Last year, I had a breakdown Thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud. Had to see a therapist, and then I found out something funny's going on up in my house. Referring to his head. It's a great song. I encourage you to listen to it. He's a great artist. And this is an artist who has gone through a lot of pain, a lot of turmoil in his life. A lot of which, you know, when I first started listening to him, I actually didn't like it. I, it was too angry, too emotional, too distraught. And... I just couldn't relate to the music. It was just, you know, it was always serious. It's not very lighthearted, and I couldn't relate to him. And, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, there's been a lot of hits and a lot of come-to-Jesus come moments, really. I've been sheltered in a way. God's protected me from a lot, of, a lot of realities in life and a lot of things that other people experience at different stages, and in many cases, much sooner than I did. So the title of this episode is called Jaded because that's something I've been struggling with. For the first time in my life ever, I saw a therapist in the 2021, in, in 2021, early 2022. And since then, I've been able to get over the things that I was working through. Christian counselor, very much biblical based, but somebody to really mirror back to me what I was feeling, why I was feeling it, really just venting my emotions and asking, why do I feel this way? I don't understand um, why why this has caused so much pain. Why do I feel um, a sense of dread? Why do I feel a sense of futility? Apathy, maybe? Not about my faith. My faith really never wearied. You know, I there's some times, you know, because I'm not married, but always open to the idea of a relationship that there's always going to be that longing for companionship, especially after I've shared on this very same show about where I've been and with whom I thought I would have had longer relationships with. And obviously, 
God has directed us elsewhere. So there are days where that lack of companionship uh, is real. Uh, and I know I'm not the only one in my own life that struggles with that. I, I understand that. And through the midst of this all, I'm still trying to find out where God has me. But I'm perfectly content with, uh, with like my working and professional life. I love my spiritual life with the church. I love the people there. And so it's really strange. It's just this compartmentalization and this this social aspect of my life where I'm just rather confused and I've been hurt so much here in this last two years that uh, it has really forced me to reevaluate the world around me and this idea that NF talks about in the song. I had to see a therapist and I found out something funny is going on up in my house. I never could relate to that. And I used to put people down for seeing therapists. I, mean, I maybe had a misunderstanding. Well, I didn't maybe. I did have a misunderstanding of why certain people go to therapy. Obviously, there's always that that minority that goes for very nefarious reasons. But I, but that's not, that's not a dig or a shot at the therapists themselves. Knowing that there are, there are Christians who are in therapy and they model their care around Scripture. That it's... It's biblical, and then there's that that trust that exists between the patient um, and the and the therapist because you know that you have each other's best interest at heart, even when it's difficult to convey. So this this episode being called "Jaded," entitled "Jaded," is just kind of like what life has done to me. I've been working through this now. This does not mean this is the final form of what I ought to be doing. It's just, I remember my dad, you know, growing up um, in a not ideal life, lifestyle. I remember his uh, father abandoned him when he was around 9 or 10 years old. Had to work from the age of 13 until today. Um, he had to help his mom pay bills. There were some times they had to go without food. And, you know, that was a very, very um, traumatizing thing on a, on a young boy. And then growing up to be a great father, but also, you know, being on the SWAT team, uh, working in the projects. Uh, third shift, uh, being a fire a firefighter and a police officer, then a death investigator uh, for the medical examiner's office. You're around death, chaos, decay, um, what what you, what name it, violence all the time, and that of course is going to affect the way that you view the world. In fact, you know, he didn't even want to have a kid until he moved out of the city, until he built our house way outside of the city limits in the country. He didn't really want to bring a kid into the world, into the world at which he experienced where a kid could get hurt. So that that was something that affected my dad. And I, I can I cannot relate to it even coming close to like the physical repercussions, but the emotional ones, which are maybe not as severe as what my dad saw, even though that was his calling uh, to, in those professions. And it 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 cuts just as deep because it's my own life and my own feelings. And it's hard not to look at life and understanding the presence of indwelling sin, knowing that most people are not walking in the way that they ought to. It's almost like I would say a realistic approach on on how humanity is that you're gonna you're gonna get knocked down, and you're not gonna be able to really get back up unless people help you. You're gonna take some hits. You're gonna be cut. You're gonna be wounded. You're gonna bleed, and that's just the way it is. And a lot of people have a different response to that. The wide wide range of emotions and responses. This is just something that I've experienced since college. People who know me uh, well would say that on, in a generalized sense, I'm a jovial, outgoing, fun person. 
And in the last year and a half, I even though there are still there's still a lot of that there, um, I've become more vocal in my my frustrations and um, to be honest with you, I've been dealing with a lot with anger, not breaking things, but just outbursts of just yelling um, to myself, not at other people, um, banging my fist at work uh, when something goes wrong. It just it's just this stuff that's bottling up, and I'm just letting it leak out. Uh, in these small ways, and I ended up embarrassing myself last week. I somebody else was in our office, and I just slammed these papers down on my desk, or, or not on my desk, but against like a wall. It was really loud, and there was a guest there, and I had to go and apologize. I said it wasn't really professional that I did that. She was very, very merciful and, and forgiving. It's just like that shouldn't happen, right? I'm a pastor. I should know better. It's just that I, my my first response is to like throw something or hit something hard, not destroying anything. Not I'm never a person to put a fist through a wall or throw a glass bottle at a wall or destroy. I, I'm not that type of person. I'm not one to cuss at anyone or yell at anyone. It's usually just by myself where I'm just really furious. And I realize I have to change that. I've got to change that. And these are all manifestations of a lot of things in my life that you know, I thought that could be, thought that ought to be by now, even under a sense of entitlement and vanity, pride, narcissism, um, whatever you want to say it. So I'm really just sharing my my personal thoughts that the world seems darker to me today. doesn't seem grayer, not morally, no. I still think it's very black and white, but I'm just seeing it more as what I think it is, which is very, very bleak. Uh, not that... There is not the hope of Christ, love of Christ everywhere and anywhere. You can see God in any situation. I firmly believe that. And But the presence of sin, I think, is this thing I see first. I don't like that. I don't like that that's my initial response, but that's where I'm at. And so I'm not saying this so that you can be persuaded to think like I am, because I don't even know what I'm saying is even right or if that's even the correct language, whether this is a right or wrong issue. This is just how I feel. And I just want to say this so that if you're out there having the same thoughts, you're not alone, and also just to, to be vulnerable with you all so you can be praying, not, not as this is just a confessional, but I think there's a trust and a rapport between a podcaster, anyone on radio, and then the audience. And I believe that part of that is demonstrating trust and vulnerability in, in that type of relationship. So... I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this today, uh, fellow listener, wherever you are at. And what I will say is a message to myself and to you that there's nothing that will separate us from the love of God. That's from Romans right there, Romans chapter 8. But at the same time, acknowledging that, yeah, there's, there's evil in this world, but that doesn't define every situation or any situation. God is above all and through all. And that's what, I've, that's what has kept me sane is that I can be emotionally honest with like, this is how I feel, this is what's happened, and it's terrible. But at the same time, several things can be true at once that, hey, if this is God's will, then give me strength, Lord, to accept it and so that I can live in that and I can move on from it. So thank you so much for taking the time. As always, may God bless you and may God keep you.